Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, a priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you've joined us on The Ordinary Time 31. 16670. It was the number tattooed on his arm when he entered Auschwitz concentration camp. But we know him better as St. Maximilian Kolbe, the Polish priest who gave his life for another prisoner and was named a saint. But you know, it's one of the common practices of totalitarian governments, in fact, one of the practices of everyday bureaucracies in the 20th century to reduce people to nothing but a number, prisoner number, citizen number, form number, account number, social security number. The modern world likes to have a way of quantifying everything. We're defined by our college application or our resume or the numbers and likes and followers we have or what we can produce. But I think our hearts cry out for something more. We cry out to be seen and known as individuals. We don't want to just be a number. We want to have a name. You know, the recently elected president of Italy, Georgia Maloney, had a great speech about this when she said, quote, When I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators, the perfect consumer. That's why Christianity inspires so much fear, because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. And thus we come to today's gospel, the great story of Zacchaeus in the tree. There's a couple things that strike me. First, Zacchaeus could have been just a part of the crowd. You know, certainly mobs of people surrounded Jesus at all times, mobs of faceless, nameless people. But he didn't want to be a nameless face in the crowd. He wanted to be known and acknowledged as an individual, that cry of every human heart. So he climbs this tree. And Jesus, passing by, calls him by name. Now, Jesus and Zacchaeus have never met, but the Lord already knew him. And he knew him not as person 342. He knew him as Zacchaeus, a man with a past, but also one with great potential for holiness in the future. So what does this show us about the heart of God? I want to mention three things that I think it shows me. First, it shows us that God knows us and loves us as individuals and that he calls us by name. And I know sometimes we all wonder, does God actually know us? I mean, yeah, we okay, we know that God loves humanity in general, but does he love you or me? in our own specific circumstances, in the messiness of everyday life. I mean, does the Lord know how broken I am? And yes, he does. Our gospel shows us that he knows us and he loves us by name, as individuals, with our past and with our future. He knows our good points, he knows our messy points, and he still decides to call us by name. A couple of weeks ago, I had the blessing of helping with our retreat for high school freshmen at the school where I teach. And we all went to this retreat house run by these tiny little Filipino nuns. It was was very cute. At a certain point, I couldn't find one of the students named Jason. Now, Jason's the kind of kid who gets into trouble unwittingly. Like, he's not malicious in any way, but trouble just seems to find him. And so I was kind of worried when he went missing. After a few minutes of searching, I found him in this small alcove of the convent having a conversation with one of the nuns. And I said, hey, Jason, you know, it's time to go. We got the next thing coming up. But the nun said, well, thank you for letting me have this time with Jason. He's one of the Lord's chosen ones. And I thought to myself, yeah, right. Do you know how many detentions Jason has this year? So the retreat continues, and towards the end of the day, once again, Jason went missing. And I, you know, finally, he wandered into the group room. And I said, well, where'd you been? And he says, you know, I'm sorry you're late. I-, I wanted to speak with that sister again. We had another long conversation, and, you know, she's really helping me. And it was so interesting to me that as soon as this nun was willing to see Jason, not for the detentions that he had, but as his potential, that's when he was loved, valued, and seen as an individual. 
and he began to believe in his own dignity and to live up to that dignity. Do you know that God actually sees you? Do you know how he sees you? Why not ask him? You know, just pray, Lord, show me your heart. Show me who I am in your sight. A second takeaway that I get from the heart of God in this gospel is that he loves us even when we are still sinners. And Jesus, Jesus didn't wait until Zacchaeus changed his life to call him down from that tree. Rather, the Lord called him first, even as he was a corrupt agent of the evil Roman Empire. Now, we've got to be careful here because some people like to believe that Jesus spends time with sinners because he's tolerant and open-minded. But that's not why he eats with them. Rather, Jesus spends time with sinners because he sees them as future saints, and he wants to invite them to a life of holiness. As the old saying goes, every sinner, every saint has a past, and every sinner's got a future. You know, Jesus doesn't wait until we're holy to seek us. Rather, he seeks us in our sinfulness so that we might become holy. You know, a third thing that I take away from this gospel is that our encounter with him is what changes our life. You know, St. Augustine describes this life-changing encounter with Christ in his very famous autobiography, The Confessions of St. Augustine. He says, quote, Late have I loved you, beauty ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved you. You called and shouted and shattered my darkness. You were radiant and resplendent. You put to flight my blindness. You know, after a life of sin, Augustine was so miserable and hungry for some peace that when he read the scriptures for the first time, he encountered Jesus there. And Jesus spoke to his sinful hearts through the words on the page, an encounter that would change the sinful Augustine into a saint. My friends, we are more than numbers. We are more than just anonymous faces in a crowd. Our modern world tries to just quantify us and say you're just a number. But our hearts yearn to be known and loved as persons made in the image and likeness of God. And thanks be to the Lord that he does know us by name. He calls us by name. And he invites us to follow him into everlasting life. 